two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my brother, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on? Uh, do I, am I on? Is the, sound, is the sound working? Yeah, yeah, it's on. Sweet. It's on. Uh, on today's uh, episode, we have, there's not a lot like major major stories but we are going over obviously there is news stories uh we're gonna talk about things we've been playing uh or, or, or whatnot um we're gonna be talking about uh kojima we're gonna be talking about alien fire team we're gonna be talking about ea couple of stories about ea we got uh, take two in the news we've got uh microsoft in the news as always we got a new gaming platform maybe coming to the news we have cryptocurrency and china in the news we've got uh esports arenas we've got uh esports arena malls yeah esports arena malls we have uh other stories about uh halo and master chief battlefield 2042 indiana jones lots of stuff we've got lots of stuff we might not get to all of them so we get to we, we we talk and sometimes stories are real real fast. Other times they we we spend forty five minutes on a topic. So <clears throat> those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here live every single Thursday at eight p.m. Eastern. Uh, episode two sixty nine is about to get started here. Uh, so make sure you hit that like button down below if you like it. If you don't like it, hit that unlike button down below. Here's the thing though. I hate watching is really weird nowadays. Like people love watching people they hate, which technically they love. So it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a weird. That's how, that's Howard Stern. Yeah. That's how yeah. Howard, Howard yeah. Stern started. Cause there's always, there's always, there's always that one person. And right now they're listening. They probably didn't even make it this far in the video. And they're like, fuck them. I'm going to, I'm going to hit a down button because they just feel like they wake up and they're like uh, I, I don't care press a thumb it doesn't it doesn't matter press, press a thumb so I, I i do appreciate you coming and pressing a thumb i do appreciate you so uh yeah so let's uh let's get started so i've been in this like weird spot sarge I'm, i've been playing games and trying different things i played a game uh the other day it was like a 2d uh, it was god i forget what the hell it was called it was uh under under something under the toe or under to to the depth or something it was a really good game it was what well, you're in this when you were in the snow yeah, the was, end of all game the end of the end of the games yeah it was it was like a it was like a it's like a souls type game it was really cool it's just a 2d platformer right and you went uh, and it was like a hardcore it's a hardcore little on to the end thank you krebsy see that's why krebsy's here that's why he's a mod and that's why he's here uh on to the end and i thought it was a really good game i, I hit a wall they told me in chat I was about about 20 to 40 minutes away from finishing the game. Um, it was a good game, but then I hit this wall where I could not beat this one guy. He just kept destroying me. I was blocking and blocking and blocking and just... 
the game told you in the very beginning that all battles yeah. were won by fighting. No, and I understand that. That particular battle is a fight. Like he comes at you. I I can't run away from him. That's that's what I'm doing. There's there's people that you don't fight and you offer them stuff. That particular clan or bad guy, you can't offer them shit except for a sword to the head. And well, so I guess I guess you know what I'm gonna say next. Get good. Get good. Get good. So get good. But if you want to check check uh, check it out, anybody out there, um, it's it's on it's on Game Pass. It came out I th I think like three years ago, and now it's on Game Pass. It's called On to oh. the End. I'm sorry. Did you say the game came out three years ago? Yeah, yeah, three years ago, and now it's on Game Pass. I believe so. Someone told me in, while I was playing it that it came out like 2018, something like that. All these games have these uh, resurrections. They're in a graveyard, and then Game Pass goes, "Hey, here's a game." That's right. See, chats with you. Get get good, noob. Get good, scrub. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, and I, I, I was I was trying for a good 25, 30 minutes, and I was like, nah. I was like, I'm done. I was like, I don't, I don't want to get angry and throw a controller. I was like, this is good. Well, maybe I'll go back. Maybe I won't. Okay, but I enjoyed my time. I enjoyed my time in the game. Is uh, it was a fun little game. Uh, another avenue I went down, Sarge. I. I well, but wait, aren't you going to send the developers uh, a nasty letter saying the game's too hard? They no. should make it easier. Easy mode? No. Um, yeah. You're not going to you're not going to do that? No, I'm not. I'm not a complete asshole like that. I'm an asshole, but I'm not that type of asshole. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they, they, like, they don't want me playing their game. If yeah. I can't if I can't beat it in the first day, I guess they don't want me playing my game. I mean, I never understood that. Like, if you want to play a hard mode, play hard mode. If you want to play easy mode, play easy mode. If if a game has no easy mode and it's just hard, you probably don't want to play that game. I mean, that's just the way I, I kind of look at it, you know? Um, Overall, though, had a lot of fun with it. I also went back in. I, I did it, Sarge. I saw all the, the videos on YouTube, and I was like, I was like, Battlefield 4. I was like, might as well. I was like, let me see if I let me see if I still got it. And let me tell you, by myself with no communication with a group, I don't got it. I don't got it. I got a couple good shots and stuff, but I I I got killed. I was doing I like six you, for twenty, uh, I, four I bet, for eighteen. I bet because you because every time you start to shoot, you stop moving. I bet that's what you do. No, right before you start shooting, you start you says you stand still. Yeah, uh, maybe. And then you aim and fire. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The, the movement, though, I'll tell you what. There's one thing I liked about Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5. The movement is so much better. Like, you don't realize it, how far the evolution of the movement of the characters. Like, you could slide and stuff in Battlefield 5, right? Remember? Like, you could, like, slide right into the boxes and whatever. Get that extra, get out of, out, out of the way. It's so slow in Battlefield 4. Like, you're running and it looks like you're, like, you're stuck in mud. I'm just like, oh. It, I mean, it's fun. I'm just, I was just. Are you, are you, are you sprinting? I am. I'm sprinting. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you're not sprinting, you're li literally like broken leg. It looks like your broken leg one hopping. Like it's slow. Like if you're not running, it's super slow. But when you're running, you're like in, it feels like you're in mud. It feel it feels really weird. It feels really that's weird. That's because you've been, that's because you've been playing games where the movement's faster and you got used to it. I got now you're going backwards. Yeah. I got to, I got to move. I got to move. Uh, the camera over here because i'm looking and it looks weird on the on the stream looks weird on the stream <clears throat> yeah so yeah it's 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 weird right it's like me in real life it i love battlefield i love playing i loved 
I heard the I heard the sirens go off, Sarge, in, in rush mode, and I was just like, I was like, oh, this it sounds so good. I love it. I was like, let me go dis. Di whoop, whoop. I was like, like have to defuse the bomb. I love those moments. I, I just need a group. I just need a group to go back. So you want to play tonight? Uh, Did you download it? They. Uh, I, I, it's still on my hard drive somewhere. But on, your, on, on, your, on your new. On your new. Just transfer. Just gonna oh. transfer well, it over. That'll be too long for tonight then. So. What were you gonna say? It was just like what now? They the the fact that Battlefield has been missing for a, a whole year, and the fact that every time they're playing, oh, the people that are playing Battlefield Four right now, there's so many people that want to play Battlefield because they're starved from from a year ago or two years ago. Excuse me. That the uh, the servers they had to add more servers because the, the yeah, lobbies were they full. added more servers to the game that's so from just, 2013. Just by that alone, just by that alone, they know that the game is gonna sell. Well, it, it's a little bit more than two years because, yes, Battlefield 5 was two years ago and Battlefield 1 was four years ago or three years ago, whatever it was, right? But people in Battlefield wanted this modern warfare for years and the last modern warfare was 13. So technically, you're, they've been waiting seven, eight years for this for this game, and then when for they a modern for a modern for, shooter, right, for a modern for shooter, specifically a modern shooter, but only you've only waited a year for a Battlefield game or well, two, two years, two years. years. Yeah, but what I'm saying is a lot of people, a lot of people that played Battlefield Four never went to Battlefield One, and never went to Battlefield Five. They went, nope, not going back to World War One, right? I'm not doing I'm not doing World War One, and they're like, I'm not going to do well, World I'll, War Two with them, robotic I'll, arms. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt in. Um, in Battlefield 1, besides the fact of the ridiculous OP gas, they did a nice job trying to make World War One, I, I guess, tolerable. Because as we discussed in the past, the, the firearms in World War One were not all the stuff they talked about. They, they incorporated every possible weapon, prototype weapon, anything they could think about to, admit, to make World War One at least more enjoyable. Right. Right, because otherwise... <laughs> Everybody would have a single fire rifle with a bolt action, like right. that's what they would. That's what they would have, and that would and and basically it would come down to skill. It wouldn't come down to actual weapons and whatnot. It would just come down to skill. So, I get it. They did a nice job. Uh, they shit the bed with Battlefield Five or oh, World with the War marketing II. of of the of the thing. the game is not, actually not, pretty not, good. Yeah, not with marketing. It's not just marketing. It's if it was just marketing, it would have it would have died off a little bit and slowly would have had a following. It, it this did, game though. just it did it 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 didn't have a good following. Well, no, it because have, the marketing told following. you the marketing told you don't buy it. Okay, the guy literally said don't buy it. If you don't like it because you're sexist, misogynistic, racist, or whatever, don't buy so it. So what's he gonna? So what's he gonna tell his daughter this time? Yeah, that's what I said. Like, well, what, 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 is, what is his daughter one year older now? She understands war, and what is he gonna tell her now? What's he gonna tell well, her about? His daughter probably got two six. years older and was like, "I don't want to play your stupid game, Dad." Okay, I'm going outside with my friends. <laughs> right. right. Uh, and then people were, didn't want to get robotic, uh, robotic chicks, and that—that's the thing, right? The marketing. When I say marketing. When they talked about Battlefield Five, it was supposed to be about World War Two, and people like accuracy with stuff like that because it's history, not made up history. It's history, and they made up history. They 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 and they they're like, nah, I'm good. Otherwise, I'm otherwise good. known as Wikipedia. Right, right. They tried to Wikipedia World War Two. Right, and the people who are actually still breathing and know about World War Two told them to go fuck themselves. Right. 
So the marketing really from the start when they showed the woman picking up the guy with the robot arm and told you if you don't like it, don't buy the game because you're sexist or whatever. They were like, all right, cool. We won't do that then. We won't we won't buy your game. And they didn't. And then slowly after the fact, but, after but, they. But it, but it wasn't just that. You have to remember. The people that are interested in World War II and know about it and know about the battles. There wasn't one map on there that talked about any of the major battles that happened during no, World War II. No. Zero. They because they're according to them they had an agenda. That's why. Them, yeah. According to them, they they felt that those maps were played out. By the way, and when you say the maps are played out, that means you played them over and over again, right? When was the last time we played a battlefield in World War II? I mean Battlefield when was that? 1943. Uh, was it was the arcade shooter yeah. and, and it had yeah, Wake but, Island. No, and, and when was and, and when was that? What year was that? God, that was uh, 2007, 2004, yeah. 2007. Yeah, right. right? Exactly. So my, my point is, is that if you're going to do World War Two, I gotta look that up, even even if even if you did a little shoddy job in the marketing. If the epicness of World War Two was shown in the maps, people would have gave it a better shot. The gun mechanics were a little weak. Recall was a little off. Like stuff, stuff could have been tweaked, but they shit the bed so hard. Two thousand nine, so hard that people just didn't care. Yeah, two thousand nine. So it's in two thousand nine no, was the last time no we had a battle, World War no II. No battle of the Bulge, no battle of Kursk, no no D Day, uh, no paradrop into into, into the one hundred and first airborne paradrop attack. Like nothing. Like they did nothing. No Caratan battle. No El Alamein. Dude, I don't care what you do. Uh, you, like, I don't, you put I don't the get beach it. of Normandy in any game. In any game. I don't care if you put it in every game since the beginning of time. Everyone will always want to play the Battle of Normandy. Always. The, the, there's a game right now. I don't know if it's if it's called Squad or the Enlist or whatever the hell the other one's called. There's Hell on High Water. Like hell, hell on High Water or something like that. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Hell's Highway. There's, there's a lot of milsums out there that that do the that do the um, norm invasion. But the, the point is is that I remember when Call of Duty first did the D-Day landing and they put you in the position in the campaign. Of you. Yeah, right in the campaign. And I was like, they did a really nice job for the graphics at the time oh, and what was, was going on at the time. It was intense. I, that was pretty intense. Yeah. Right? And it, it, it took us almost an entire evening to get off the beach to figure out where you had to yeah, go. Not, and not, die. not as intense as Saving Private Ryan's opening, but uh, it was intense. Right? It's just, it's sad. It's sad that you would take, you would take a World War II shooter and shit the bed so badly that you'd have to go back to modern warfare in order to clean it up and then in my mind you have to remember in my mind when you say 2042 in my mind i think of that really bad 2042 with the hovercrafts and the the hq uh vtol that hovers above the thing and you had to launch yourself up into the actual thing and destroy it by destroying the generators right. on the inside of it like and that that game didn't do well i mean it had a following but it just never did really well because 2042. So when I heard 2042 this time, I was like, "Oh God, no! Please, not the, not the flying hovercrafts right, and the." Right. But but this time it's it's they just they had to pick a name, right? It had nothing to do with like they were out of battlefield names, so they had to use one that they had already in the jar. So 
2042's already got the pat- already got the copyright and the patent for it probably, right. and so they just reached into the jar and pulled it out and <laughs> threw it on it. Right. But really, but really, this is Battlefield Six. I mean, Char- you call it, you you call it whatever you want, Char- but it's Battlefield Char- Six. Charles, uh, who's a giant on our Twitch channel, says, uh, "Would actual real battles hold today's generation attention?" And I, I, I think you have a point there, giant. As far as will the what's gen- one battle? What's one battle to the next one? Would you no, know? No, no. What I'm saying here though is I think he's right about will it hold their attention? But again, Battlefield, the people that play Battlefield, is is like ten years older, five to ten years older than than the actual person that plays like a Call of Duty. It, it is. It's a different clientele. Like, and they're not even selling the same. Everyone likes to pin these two together and say they're like head-to-head competition. There's no head-to-head competition with Battlefield and Call of Duty. Call of Duty sells 20, 25, 30 million copies. Lifetime, Call of Duty sold five or 400 million, I think it was. We, we, we said it a couple weeks ago. 400 million copies of Call of Duty total. Okay. Where Battlefield just broke like 57 million, right? That's literally four times the amount right five times the amount of of what it is actually more than that um so like that's that's the difference between the clientele you're going for battlefield and the clientele you're going for call of duty now the younger generation always is going to lead towards call of duty because call of duty is that uh i'm playing with my friends but i'm not actually playing with my friends right we're stuck we're on the same team but it's all about kill streaks and 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 all that stuff. And now with the with the battle royale stuff, it's a completely different clientele. Now Battlefield's always about the older people that want to be grouped up, squad up, work together, push the team, do all the stuff. It's a completely different thing. So I hear what you're saying. I think the clientele for Battlefield wants those stories, wants those types of, of things, right? And if they try to, obviously it's a business, and they're trying to get other people to come and play Battlefield, so they got to spruce it up a bit. But they can't go too far because that's what Battlefield is. Hence why there's all these other simulators that come out, uh, Hell Let Loose, you know, Squad, and all this other stuff, because that's that niche community wants to play those type of scenarios, right? Because... For some reason, we weren't born during the time of that frame, but we were interested in that in that time frame. We're interested in the war and the, and the guns and the tanks and all that stuff, and kind of want to fantasize being in there. Some sort of like someone wants to fantasize being a, a knight to slay a dragon, type of thing, you know? Yeah, uh, they, they like over the years they did a nice. The only one I really didn't care for, I I never really cared for a uh, hardline. I thought it was a joke to begin with, the whole cops and robbers thing. <clears throat> Uh, but I think that they were just trying something new because they knew at that particular moment how many years of modern war did they do? Right. You know, wh- where were they going to go? It gets, it gets as they say, stale. But at the same time, if if a game is done well and the shooter aspect and the playability of the actual characters in the game and the progression system is done well... The game plays a lot longer than you actually think. Like they never had, they never really had to release a battlefield every year, right? If they released a battlefield and it was like Bad Company Two was done well, that game was played for almost four or five years. Right. Even when another, even when another battlefield came out, people were still playing just Bad Company Two because it was done so well. Right. But. At that time, you need to have something else on the plate, right? So they had to find a they had to do a fine line between doing the game well and being able to do a sequel or capitalize on the next game. 
Right. Which is why they, which is why they bounced around. But ba Battlefield's always been about buddies. It's always been about the group that you're in, and and it, it's not. Don't get me wrong. You can find like rolling the dice and just join a group, and you can find people that you gel with. But if you have your buddies and you're playing, it's a completely different experience. It's not like playing with your group of friends on Call of Duty. Call of Duty is this solo event, man. Like it, you have you have your team with you. But it's not you're not moving as a group and taking over points and stuff like that. It's it's this every man for themselves kill streak. Who's got the bigger dick type of mentality in the Call of Duty game? Like eat shit and die, you know, suck it, you know, type of stuff. Where Battlefield is this more group. It's just it's just fun. It, the, I think some of the best advertisement they ever had that Battlefield moments stuff that they used to do the commercials, like those Battlefield sure. moments was the best. I think those are the best. Okay. Speaking of Battlefield, Battlefield 2042 is partnering up with Xbox on consoles, NVIDIA on PC. Now, EA DICE uh, are announcing an official partnership with Battlefield 2042, which includes NVIDIA GPUs for PC and Xbox for consoles. As the release of Battlefield 2042 uh, steadily marches uh, closer, uh, various details surrounding the video game announced today in press release published uh, Electronic Arts and developer DICE revealed the official partners of highly anticipated title. The 17th installment in this long-running Battlefield series, Battlefield uh, Battlefield 2042, will not have a single-player campaign with narrative unfolding through multiplayer gameplay. Fans of the series have got their first look at the title via uh, 2042 announcement trailer, which is featured in the game, uh, totally extreme weather and low uh, and now legendary um, uh, Rusnik Mover Renewer, which is the uh, Rusnik was. Uh, how do you pronounce that guy's name? Is it? Is it? It's R E N D E Z O O K. That's the guy who jumped out of the uh, out of the plane. Anyway, I, I can't pronounce his name. It's probably French. <clears throat> so today they announced that Xbox specifically Xbox Series X will be the official console partner for t Battlefield 2042. This continues the relationship between Microsoft and Battlefield team, which had previously done the same thing for 2018's uh, Battlefield 5. Now, however, it's currently unclear on how exactly the game will take advantage of the next-gen hardware or what it means for Battlefield 2042 on other platforms. For those who play on PC, NVIDIA is officially the graphic platformer partner, and the GPU will support both NVIDIA DLSS and NVIDIA Reflex, granting PC players AI-powered performance boosts in low latency. Uh, the press release also reveals that Polaris, as a Battlefield 2042 off-road vehicles uh, partner, as well as the Logitech for PC per, uh, peripherals, along with the announcement of NVIDIA as the official PC partner, is likely much for Battlefield fans to platform uh, given NVIDIA's um, scarcity that they may actually change soon. The recent reports suggest that NVIDIA will be beginning increased production of the RTX 3060 GPUs, which could significantly be global deficiency. Uh, deficiency uh, is coming to the end. So, obviously, we, we, we speculated, well, we didn't speculate, but what we did was we read an article that was a rumor that Battlefield 2042 was coming to Game Pass. And then obviously E3 came and it didn't happen, didn't get announced, it didn't get anything. Do you think it's still alive? Do you think that there's still a moment that they could team up with them? Now, obviously when Battlefield 5 came out in 2018, okay, Game Pass was just getting its foot in the door, right? And you had Sea of Thieves, you had State of Decay, but there wasn't other third-party companies coming over to Game Pass. It was just first-party and the independent, independent type stuff. Do you think, Sarge, that even though 
they didn't announce anything and the rumors were wrong, right? And we speculated that it could be coming to uh, Game Pass. I kind of think personally that it still could come to Game Pass. Now, the difference here is the sales numbers that if you pre-order, you get it seven days early, I think, um, if you pre-order the game. It's 10 days if you get it on EA Pass or EA Play Pro, whatever it is. I think it's 10 days. So do you still think it's possible that the partnership with S and X, one article says SX, one article says just X, but do you think it's a partnership that could bring it to the Game Pass uh, for Battlefield 2042? Well, you have to look at it a couple ways. Because under normal circumstances, I would lean more towards yes right away. But because of the fact that this whole bot, the, the advanced AI bots is a thing, like because that's a thing, I think that regardless, they were they were basically they were basically bracing for there not to be full lobbies, right? Because what would be the big deal? If you were, if you thought there were going to be, if you thought there wasn't like going to be enough it's people, a sa- it's a safeguard. If you thought there wasn't going to be enough people, then you would just have less servers, right? Less servers means the servers are more full. In this aspect, I think what ends up happening now is, do we know for a fact that the the new generation Xbox is playing on the same on the same team with the guys who are on the old generation Xbox? Are they playing in the same game? Well, no, because the the new systems right. have 128, the old systems have 64, right. but there is crossplay. Right. So they're separate. But they're separate. Yeah, I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of thing on there that So crossplay, crossplay how? In the smaller maps, like like in a rush map or cross, something like cross that. Gen, this, yeah. is, this is this is the confusion. Because if if the AI, if the AI bots are a thing, which they are. And they're and, and they're supposed to be decent which they are so it makes it makes the game full regardless so there's no such thing as like a a six on ten right every time you go in there it's going to be 64 versus 64 and just whoever happens to be humans a human and whoever is a bot is a bot so regardless you have full lobbies right that's that's the trick so my thing is if that's the case and they're going to be full lobbies no matter what they're looking at pre once again the deals can be made very quickly they're looking at pre-order numbers just like they always do to see whether or not it's worthwhile to do that to do a game pass thing i don't think they want to because they want to capitalize on the most number of people paying for that game week one and game pass probably is not going to give them that big a chunk of change that they could make if the game's hyped enough and people want it and according to the Battlefield 4 servers, there's a lot of people playing right now because they have the bug. And those servers, they had to add more servers just to Battlefield 4, which means the hype is real. Right. So if you have, and we don't know the number of servers, but if you've got a decent amount of people playing Battlefield 4 waiting for Battlefield 6, then, then I would say possibly that it's not going to go to Game Pass because they know they can get that money up front. Okay, well... Here's another thing that I think is going to happen because I'm I'm pretty sure there's going to be some sort of battle pass, season pass inside the game, okay? And yes, you're you're going to be getting that regardless if you pay the full price of seventy dollars in the new console or not. I do believe that the 
early access of seven days if you pre-order is huge especially for games like this right because if you're if you're playing a game like this on day one and you get a seven day early head start or a 10 day early early head start nobody knows the maps okay nobody knows nobody has all the best guns so this is like your your quintessential fair matchup that you're going to have the first like two three days inside there right the seven days that those people pre-order the game and pay the $70, $60, $80, whatever it is ahead of time to get in those maps early will now dominate for weeks and weeks on end after that because now the lobbies will be more. There'll be more people getting killed. Those people that are playing, it's almost, it's not, but it's like a pay-to-win style, right? Where they paid pre-ordered to get the game early to get the advantage of knowing the, this well and everyone else is watching them play seven days to 10 days later they finally get to get in the game and those people already know the best spots they already unlocked the best some of the better guns they know how to use the web uh the the, the vehicles you know what i'm saying so that's a well, huge if, advantage there okay if if the game if the game once again if the game is structured well the, the whole idea behind the modern shooter besides the team-based game and the vehicles being cool airplanes and helicopters and whatnot is the fact that you learn the guns by playing the guns and you were able to switch guns like right away. The idea was to figure out what modifications went on this particular weapon to make it the best in class for its purpose. Right. Right. Every gun can be really, really good in its, in its own box. Like every gun's not good for every situation, but the longer you play the game, the better, you know, that this gun is good for this range. And it, and if you put these mods on it, it makes it a laser or it makes it very controllable recoil. Like, and people learn that over time. If it's a free for all, where anybody can get whatever gun, whenever, whenever it is, then it's less more about learning the weapon because the weapons all become pretty much the yeah, same. You're so rushed I'm, to get I'm to hoping, that weapon. And... I'm, I'm hoping for the first one, whereas every gun has its place and a set of uh, mods to put on there that makes that gun best in best suited for whatever uh, whatever uh, tactic you're in, well, but we'll see. Here, We're gonna see. Here, let me look up the uh, the battlefield numbers. Like I remember, I remember, I remember the PP what was it, the PP two thousand. I think it was in the morning. Like if you put the right mod to that thing, it was it, first of all, it sounded like a BB gun, like a rapid fire BB gun, <clears> and it was like a laser, right? And other guns did different things. It just happened to be where you were using that weapon. Okay, so here here's basically what I'm trying to say. The sales numbers for battlefield. Three and four are 17 million and 14 million. This is basically the last time we actually kept track of sales, right? Hardline had had four million. And then after that, it went to Battlefield 1 and 5 and digital sales, and they don't tell you the, the actual numbers, right? So it says 25 players, but it's not, it doesn't mean actual people bought the game or whatever, right? So I think if they do partner up, and again, this is just me speculating stuff, trying to trying to talk it, talk it in there. Um, if they do come to Game Pass, the majority of the people that, let's say this is Battlefield 3, the majority of the people that are hyped for the game, the majority will automatically buy the game ahead of time to get in those 7 days, 10 days spot, right? That's the big chunk of people that are going to buy the game regardless if it was on Game Pass or not. They're going to buy that game. Then there's going to be the people that buy the game because they want to get in on the ground floor uh, and, and be those, those first few players. Plus, you have PlayStation, plus you have PC. That's not on Game Pass, right? So let's just say each system 
sells 2 million to 5 million copies a piece, right? PC, Xbox, that's 15 million copies. PlayStation or Battlefield 3 sold 17, Battlefield 4 sold 14, okay? So let's just say we spread it evenly across the three platforms, it's 15 million. Then it comes out for Game Pass on top of that. That opens up to the additional 21 million people that didn't or 22 million people that didn't buy it on Xbox that can now jump in. And there's going to be some sort of microtransactions inside that game regardless, right? So well, to me, I don't see this as a, as a bad thing coming in if it does come to Game Pass. Well, the, they, would, they would lean more towards Game Pass if there was enough MTX in the game to allow a large number of people to enter for free, knowing that they would be buying those items. Right, season pass, game pass, whatever, whatever it is, right? Right. So, I don't know if they. If, I I don't want to say a dick move, but what happens if it comes out straight, no game pass, but a month after, it goes to the game pass. See, I think it's worse that it comes and 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 and, and, it, and it it basically throws. They, they've done it in the past. They've yeah, done they it have. in the past where people bought the game. And then, as soon, like a month after, like the game's on sale or it's free or something happened to it. it happened, I think it happened with wasn't it Battlefield Three or Four, where it came out, didn't do too well, and then well, Battlefield Five. There was a price. There went on sale. There was a price drop. Yeah, five days yeah. after Battlefield Five came out, it went on sale. Right, yeah. right, five, right. Was like, that's what it was. Five, five days after Battle, the game Battle came Front out, did it the was same on, thing. It was yeah. on sale. Yeah, Battlefront right. did the same thing. I'm not sure it'll be that drastic because I think that people have been waiting for this game for so long now that. I don't think the sales are going to be sluggish. I just think that they want to see how many people they can get into the pool before they offer the game up in Game Pass. I think those people are going to be, regardless if it came to day one Game Pass, I know it's not out there, but if it came day one to Game Pass, it doesn't matter. Day one is literally day eight. You see what I'm saying? Game Pass is day eight. Days you have seven days before it launches on Game Pass on day one on launch day. So people are like, I'm not gonna wait seven days. That's like an eternity for gamers that want to be into a game, right? That's an eternity. Right. There's there's games that don't even last seven days. Okay. To have a, a, a to, to get into a game seven to ten days early, that's sometimes the lifespan of a game, right? So look, we played Dark Alliance last week. Are we playing it this week? No, and it's on Game Pass. You see what I'm saying? It's like whoosh, fart in the wind. It comes in, it comes and goes as it as it as fast as it came, as fast as it goes. So, personally, I don't think. I think if they're partnering up with Xbox, this is the major thing. They're gonna make it on Game Pass. You might be right though. It might come out a month later, but I think that's worse than coming out day one. Because day one, if you pre-order, you're getting it seven days to ten days early. And if you wait a month, if they announce it and it comes a month after, no one's going to buy it because they know it's coming out a month afterwards. You see what I'm saying? I don't know. I just... I, I don't think they want to into their own sales. I think the hype is strong enough that they want they want full sales as long as they can go before they even even thinking about Game Pass. Because it, it, it to me, they, they win either way. There's no losing here. The, the population has been starved. The modern shooter's coming back. Uh, it's going to have microtransactions in the game. It's going to have battle pass in the game. So either they get you up front or they're going to get you in the back end when they put it, if they, if and then they would put the game pass and the microtransactions is there. It's, it's probably going to be one of the, I don't want to, I don't, I believe this will be one of the best selling battlefields because of the fact that they've been starved 
and there hasn't been a modern shooter for quite a while. Uh, and I and and I don't think I don't think Call of Duty's coming out this year, is it? Uh, well, no, they, they're they're updating the one that's that's out now. But plus, right, they're updating the new one, but the new one's not coming just, out. Just this to year. put it out there, this this game will be coming to Game Pass regardless because it's part of EA and EA's all games are on EA Play, EA on, Play. Ga on Game Pass, right? But not new games. What I'm saying, it's going to end up on Game Pass regardless. I'm just saying it's going to come out to Game Pass earlier than it's supposed to, right? Like Sean just said, six months later. Yeah, it'll be on Game Pass because they have a deal anyway. All games like Squadrons and all the other Battlefields are on Game Pass right now, right? Like it'll be on Game Pass down the road. That's for sure. Okay, six months, eight months, a year. But I depending think, on, depending I on how think, quickly sales dip off. That's right. what it is. How, right. quick, how quickly does sales dip off? To warrant if it goes to Game Pass or not. Yeah, because that's not that's not the talk. The talk is not about is it coming to Game Pass like six months from now. Yeah, it's definitely coming to Game Pass because of EA. I'm talking is it coming within the first month? Is it coming day one like they've been doing with Outriders and and Dark Alliance? Excuse me, or Dark Alliance. I don't think it was Krebs. I don't think it was supposed to be done. The rumor was that they're not going to release it because it's not ready. They have like all hands on deck. They got like three studios working on it, but I don't think it's coming out. I think that was part of the problem. I think they're that they they are they're reinforcing Warzone, but I don't think Call of Duty is coming out with a game this year because it would interfere with what they're doing, right? You have Warzone already out, right? Why would you want to take away from your own game? Hmm. All right. So I'm gonna continue on with EA News. All right. EA announces multiple events for July leading up to the big EA uh play showcase. Like it's already it's already July like halfway through this year already. Like, I don't know where the time's going. With the return of E3 this year, the gaming industry took the one step closer to normally uh, the light of the ongoing COVID pandemic. While E3 itself uh, moved on to the digital format, the fans were still able to tune into various showcases. Announced earlier in May, EA confirmed a typical June showcase alongside E3 instead of scheduling uh, uh, for July 22nd away from all the announcements and reveals uh, while EA has already revealed some titles that will be out in the show. Much of the recently revealed, uh, revealed shooter battlefield 2042 speculations has continued to grip the community with the recent rumors of heavy pointing to dead space reveal without spoiling too much ea is adding another layer of intrigue to its presentation this month announcing four additional events preceding the main uh main show later this month um Announced that the Spotlight series EA is playing a dedicated a dedications session each week leading up to the EA main EA play show on July 22nd. Each session will essentially be a themed panel focusing on a particular game type or subject matter with the members of the studio on hand and talking about the development process as well as other industry store, uh, stories. Better yet, the sessions will, uh, will not be replacing any announcements at the 40-minute main show, simply supplementing them with new information and reveal. So... Introducing a spotlight new EA Play Live series where celebrate studio development talk uh, shop swap stories. First up, uh, the future of FPSs, EA's original independent studio and Madden NFL 20 all access scouting. So July, let me, let me bring this, uh, this up so I can actually see it. It's uh, July 8th, 2021, which is next week. Uh, when, next Wednesday will be, or, or Tuesday, whatever, uh, is the future of FPSs. So I would assume... They're going to be talking about the patents that we talked about in the past couple of months. We're going to be talking about Battlefield 2042, about the uh, July 13th EA Originals, Independent Studios coming out on, on July 13th. And then July 19th, 
uh, Madden NFL 22 All Access Scouting, which I'll, I'll save you time. You don't need to watch that. Just go play any other Madden. It's the exact same Madden uh, with with upgraded graphics. So EA is coming out with all these different events uh, leading up to the Ju- July 22nd. Um, which so it's a busy month for EA. So each week we're going to be getting something from from EA. So great, we'll have something to talk about each and every single week uh, over here. So when is so when is the Battlefield talk? Well, I would assume the future of of FPSs. We'll talk a little bit about it, and then they're going to show more footage on July twenty second. So, I mean, I just think if if the game is coming out, it's done, right? Whatever's happening right now is all patches whatever's and, happening right now is right, now now right when will no, no. then what be saying, now what, what i'm saying if the game the game has a release date right we're months away from the game being released which means the game is done it's done right so now you need to go into your room put all the devs in the room and film gameplay right. with your devs fighting against other devs just have them talking have them talking while they're playing the game that's it that's all they have to do just play a map with your, everybody who's there, and and not the stupid voiceover like, no. "Hey Tom, you look at that tank. Yeah, oh, look yeah. at the tank. Just show. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna call in a tank. Here it comes. Like that pre-scripted bullshit. Just have the guys in a room playing against. Well, even with the bots, turn the bots on, play the map. That's all they'd have to do. So so, good old EA. Not only are their patents uh, coming through, but here's another story about EA. EA deal could bring commercials to video games now companies including electric electronic arts and high-res studios partner with advertising platform that could lead to in-game commercials one of the mobile gaming's least popular monetization efforts may be coming to the console gaming according to a new report about a platform named player one which is uh player and then w-o-n not player o-n-e uh a a company named simul media is reportedly ready forming partnerships with player one with major gaming publishers including ea high-res studios and offering in-game advertisements not just any advertisements either but rather watch to earn commercials that can be used to content unlocks and other in-game rewards player one appeal compared to mobile advertising is said to be the more impressive caliber of advertising relationship uh, the idea is simple. Certain mobile games, including both free-to-play and premium experiences, allow players to watch a commercial to earn a specific in-game reward. That's often a time-gated currency. Can be uh, can be other rewards. Many many games allow people to watch commercials this way several times, if not endlessly. It's a simple way to get someone to sit and watch commercials only gamified. Player One's platform alleges that it can uh, can do something similar for console games. Uh, even claims that the research shows that players in games that are implement player one will, will watch up to 10 advertisements a day to earn in-game rewards. It also pitches that this kind of game in-game advertisement is the best way to monetize players that otherwise don't spend money, including as much as 90% of the population of free to play games. So I already saw what you thought, Sarge. It's just a big ass middle finger. Okay. I have to say, if I'm playing a game like grand theft auto, and all of a sudden of an advertisement, like I like watching the TV commercials in the game because that was funny because that was like original stuff that was in the game and it was fucking fun to watch. But if I'm playing Grand Theft Auto six and all of a sudden uh, a car commercial, of, I get into a I get into a Dodge. Right. 
and all of a sudden Dodge is advertised inside Grand Theft Auto 6. I get into it, and all of a sudden it goes, do you like a Dodge? Dodge! And then all of a sudden a, a car, like a pop-up, and it goes, like skids around the corner. Guy starts shooting. Whatever. I'm out. I'll, I'll, I'll shut the game off, put it back, okay, in the hard case if I bought it actual physical disc, and if it's digital, I would want my money back because... If I'm paying full price $60, I don't want your fucking advertisements in the game. If it's a free-to-play game, fantastic. Free all day even long. Then. No, no. No, that, that, no but what I'm saying is if they give me a free-to-play game, that's fantastic. I'm not playing your free-to-play game because I refuse to watch your fucking commercials. First of all, think, think of the deep-rooted, greedy, seedy bullshit that is. Because then I could say to my advertiser well we're gonna charge you this amount because guaranteed if there's 20 million people who bought the game then there's gonna be 20 million eyeballs on the commercial because it's a non-skippable commercial that we bait them to watch because we give them a cookie if they watch it right right so now i get to I get to shop myself around and say, hey, who wants 20 million eyeballs inside our game, right? And then they can charge them accordingly. I mean, meanwhile, I bought your video game. I got to watch commercials when I'm playing it. The whole reason I'm playing a video game is because I don't want to watch fucking TV. Right. That's the reason why I'm in the fucking video game. I want to see your bullshit 24-7. Yeah. Right? Hate it. Hate it. Right? Hate it. The, mon the, the complete and total monetization of a video game now has reached biblical proportions. It's not about the game anymore. I say this every fucking week. It's not about the game anymore. You're trying to sell every moment of that game to someone, either to me or to an advertiser. Right. It's madness, dude. Fucking madness. Yeah, it's it, it's already been in NBA 2K, and that's why it got shit on uh, when it happened. Look, yeah, but it, it got shit on just like the horse skin got shit on seven years ago. Right. And everyone forgot about that. And they'll forget about the fucking commercials in the basketball game, too. Right. Just like they always uh, do. Death Stranding had monster uh, monster drinks inside there's play, uh, advertisement that I'm OK with. If you put a product placement inside your game where all of a sudden someone's drinking a Coke and a, and a cutscene or something. Cool. OK, but if you all of a sudden pull me out of what I'm playing to show me a fucking real life commercial inside a virtual world where I'm trying to get away from the actual, like you turn your Xbox on, there's advertisements. Now, if I go inside the game, there's going to be advertisements. Like yeah. get, get the fuck out of here. Right. This is, this is how I stop playing games. If, if, if video games turns into uh, a boxer in the ring with a tattoo on his back. Okay. I'm out. I'm out. Right, because remember when Golden Golden uh, Gold dot com or whatever the fuck uh, put on the back of the uh, the boxers, they're like, how can we squeeze uh, some advertisement more? You know, because all the advertisements before the actual pay per view event and everything were sponsored by this, 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 this. Thanks for watching this, 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 and this. The guy comes in, he's got a tattoo across his back, uh, goldenluxury.com or something. Right? This, this is just this is crazy. If this happens, I'm done. If this is, I will play any game. It doesn't matter what it is. I will play any game that does not have an advertisement in it. Okay, that'll be a selling point. Triple A game. We don't have advertisements. Sold. I'm, I'm going to play your but game. This is, but this is why eventually, eventually, lawyers will be getting involved. Because you cannot have just the Wild West 
publishers and developers just running amok doing whatever they can to squeeze more milk out of the cow and there's no consumer protection at all right it's just zero because it's going to have to change that like the actual item will have to change it's not going to be called a video game it's going to be called an entertainment product yeah it's right it's not going to be called a video game they're going to have to change the vocabulary. They're going to have to change the rules in order to fit it into the box that they want it to fit in. And my, well, our entertainment products are doing well this quarter. Uh, such and such is doing this and such and such is doing that. We're very fond of our new entertainment products uh, for the coming year. Like, where's my fucking video game? Well, Sauce, that's that's exactly what they're saying. They're saying that... Uh, they're they're gonna implement stuff where uh, watch a thirty second commercial and you'll get something within the in the game right like watch this and, and you're absolutely right it could be like imagine playing ESO you 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 put a piece of stuff in your in your uh, smelter to make a piece of gear and it says twenty four hours but if you watch this thirty second commercial you could do an upgrade right now for ten minutes you know what I mean and right right. That's that, what it's going to be. That, that watch get, the commercial. Get the watch fuck the commercial. Out of here. We'll give you a 10-minute buff or a 30-minute buff or some kind of bullshit. Right. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I'm done with that. I will not play your your game. will be gone, and I, I want my money back because I didn't pay 60 bucks or $15 a month for your subscription model so I could watch fucking advertisements, okay? That's just greed beyond greed, okay? Right now, just staring at this next article that I'm about to read. Right, I got a I got a banner at the bottom. I got five fifteen banners that popped up in advertisement. Right, and the fucking X is like uh, opaque, and it's like barely can see in the upper corner. And you can't touch it. And then some that you can touch, you're not allowed to touch it for like thirty seconds. It's like get out of here, man. Get out of here. You're so invasive. It's so stupid. Right, seventy dollars now. Thanks, Sean. That's right, seventy dollars now. All right, next story. Another EA. Okay. Fans think EA is teasing a Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order sequel uh, in this next event, right? It, it, Not a tease. Well, what, what I'm saying, it's rumored. There's nothing. There's been nothing. It came out in 2018, right? It's been two years since it came out. I well, think they pumped out. They pumped out the first one without telling anybody about anything in two years. So right. I'm sure this one's coming out before 2023. I think. Yeah, I think this one will come out next year, sometime 2022. Um, I don't think it's coming out this year. If it comes out this year, that'd be mind blowing. But I don't think uh, I don't think it's coming out this year. I think Respawn's going to hold it back for at least one more year and and come out in 2022. Um, I don't know what you guys think, chat. I I thought it was. A, did you ever play it yet, Sarge? Have you played the Jedi Fallen Order game? Uh no. It's on Game Pass. No, never played it. It's on Game Pass. You should you should play it before it goes away. I still have the uh, EA thing in my head. What what's that? I'm waiting to see how this game comes out first. Oh. I haven't given EA money money in a while. Well, right. I bought I bought you uh, Battlefield. What? Well, you're gonna be buying you're gonna be buying uh, 2042 or or playing Game Pass on it. Well, I'm not paying seventy dollars for Battlefield. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. That that's another thing. Right the price point of right Battlefield now. that we didn't bring up earlier is seventy dollars, man. Right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, I will not. I will not pay seventy dollars for a game that has MTX in it. You're out of your mind. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what you think it's worth. By the way, I decide what it's worth. I'm the consumer. Oh, that that's that's actually good that you brought that up. There's a a company. Another another person came out. I don't have the. No one put it in there, and I couldn't find it. Uh, somebody else was telling people uh, there was a game that was on sale 
or a game came out. Oh, uh, Nexus. Um, what's that one that we, we were looking at? Um, Scarlet Nexus. Scarlet Nexus came out. And somebody on Twitter, I forget, someone in the industry was like, uh, Scarlet Nexus looks like a great game, but I'm not going to pick it up right now. I'll wait till it goes on sale. And then the de developer came out and said, I don't know if it was the developer of Scarlet Nexus, but someone in the industry was like, great way to support a, the, the company, blah, 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 you know, uh, waiting for games to go on sale. And I was just like, you don't get to, right. You don't, you're not, you're not a fucking charity, right? You don't get to tell me right. what you, I want to, when, to, you don't when to, to buy your game. Right. You don't get to decide when I buy your game. Right. Right. If I think if I think your game is good enough. Right. Then I'll buy it. I, I spend my money on your game before I spend money on another game. Right. I decide. Right. You don't get to decide when I buy your game. Yeah. These, right? these, They're out of their fucking minds. These developers. Out of their fucking minds. Some of these developers in any business. Right. You make a product. Right. You can ask for the money that you want. And I'll decide if I want to spend, if that gets full price, hence why we look for sales all the time. If someone's selling a hard drive for $100, I'm going to go, well, let me see if I can buy a better, uh, same one for a cheaper price. Okay? You don't hear the, de the, the, uh, the company going, well, nice way to support the hard drive industry. No. They're putting them out there, and you, and you buy them for what you think. And they're just going to keep making, they're gonna keep making hard drives, new hard drives with new That's technology, and just keep dumbing it. Right? That's correct. Yeah. These, these people that come out, and they're like, Oh, good way to support the industry. The, the, the fucking entitlement coming out of these guys' mouths is incredible. Like, what, what, what changed? What changed between the customers always right and now? What, what changed? Right? You make a product. I decide if your product is good, and then I'll pay you for your product. Right? So now you're demanding money up front because you think that we're not supporting you. But by the way, when the game comes out, is there some kind of like magical window? That I'm not aware of. That if if you don't get your money in this window only, right. then you didn't get what you deserved. Like the game is out. The game will be sold until it's not sold anymore. You'll get your money eventually. It's not because you didn't get your money. Well, you can do what this guy, what these, what these certain devs are doing, like Days Gone type of guy, right? Uh, and, and, or, and not and not to not to mention the fact that. All the games that come out now, who's got enough money to blow full price on every game that you want that comes out the door? Right. If, if they're releasing three or four games a month, sometimes you can't afford that shit. Right. So you wait for it to be on sale. Right. Who are you to tell me I can't buy your game on sale or you don't like the fact that I bought your game? Fuck you. Right. Well, you like I was about to say, you could be like Sean Murray. Where you just keep adding to your game and the game is full price or it goes on sale and you don't see Sean Murray going, oh, thanks for supporting me. Like six years later this dude is still pumping free content into his game and putting more value to no man's sky so if someone wants to buy it now the full price six years later it's still full price in certain places but it goes on sale and people buy it like you don't see him going hey make sure you buy it at full price don't don't fuck me over don't fight oh like you buy the game when you feel like buying the game like right now i'm playing um future revolution right uh the marvel future revolution thing a lot of pushback right now right between the uh between the marvel community of marvel avengers and what this game's coming out which i find really hilarious sorry so in the forums and stuff you could find people talking shit about people that were talking shit about talking shit about marvel avengers and then the people that are in lovers of that game, that are like defenders of that game, are now shitting on this game because something came out with its sixty-three dollar 
Captain America skin. Okay, and it's a four-star uh, purple set, four items, and you have stats on there. And it's sixty-three dollars. Microtransaction, mind you, sixty-three dollars. The reason I'm bringing this up right now is because it's a free-to-play game. You don't have to pay for the thing, and you can earn it in-game by grinding your ass off and, and and playing the game for what it is. If I let's say put in seventy hours, fifty hours, forty hours, whatever it is, okay, into this Future Revolution game. Okay, I put zero money into it, and then I walk away. Okay, you walk away. You don't spend money. But if you're a person that put forty or fifty hours into the game and go, you know what? I got entertained. I enjoyed my time in it. Maybe I'll pay to get that cosmetic, or maybe I'll buy a, a cosmetic for five bucks, or maybe I'll buy it for ten. Maybe I'll buy the cosmetic for sixty-three dollars, which is a full price game, which is a full price game, right? And what you do with your money is not the problem, right? So, like, you can earn everything in the game, and people are like, well, it's pay to win. And it's not really pay to win. It's pay to skip. Okay? It's pay to skip up to a certain spot because there's certain levels in the game, and I believe they're giving you a four-star. Chat, tell me if I'm wrong on this. I know Water and Stealth are, are here listening. You get a four-star piece of gear, and you can get up to, in the game, level six, right? Six-star piece of gear, or five-star piece of gear, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. So if you pay the $63, you're paying for that four-star piece of gear with the stats. And yes, you can go to PvP, and you can go into stuff, and you would, you would do more damage than somebody else because you now skip 15, 20 hours worth of grind because you paid $63, right, to get that set. But at that point now, you still have to grind now for other four-star pieces of gear, and you need four or five other pieces of five-star gear to level up one of those pieces of gear to level six or a level five, right? And so on and so forth. So they're not really paying to win. They're paying to get up a level faster than you. So instead of spending 20 hours grinding at the low-end stuff, they're now grinding at a higher-end area. They're, they're basically getting a fast ticket to the mid-game, okay? So-called mid-game before they get to the end game, okay? So it's 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 very interesting to me. If, if, if a game's free to play and you're a person that's like, well, it's a free to play game and they have microtransactions and they're, they're greedy, one, you don't have to buy the game. It's free. One, you don't have to play the game because you don't agree with it. And two, if the person has more money than time and they choose to take their money and put it in to skip 20 80, hours of gameplay 80 20 right 80 20 it's, the, it, it's that 80 percent from the 20 percent of people that are, that are buying i have no problem with that i'm just not a microtransaction guy i just don't buy microtransactions but if i'm playing a game it's 100 free like for instance i played warframe i played warframe for like 120 hours and then i decided that i was gonna buy something from them because I was entertained for 120 hours of content. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy some extra space. I'm going to buy some extra extra cargo. I'm going to buy a skin or whatever. And I feel like that's I feel like that is okay because you're you're giving to the developer and the developer knows what they're what they're doing because they decided to make a free to play game and they're like, "You know what? We're going to make 80% of our revenue from 20% of the population anyway like we said last week when we showed the video." Okay? So all these freeloaders that are not buying anything is okay because it like last week's video, the free to play players need to be there. So the paid people feel like 
they can beat on them or play with them and it keeps the it keeps the thing filled so the game stays more flush so going back to the the people where they're telling us not to buy their game or telling us to buy their game not on sale they got some balls on them to to say that especially since the customers will decide if they want to spend $63 on your microtransaction, they'll decide if they want to spend $70 on your video game. They'll decide if they like your game or not like your game and buy it full price or half price or a fraction of the price, or they'll decide if they want to hack your game and play it, uh, you know, because they, they don't want to give you a fucking dime. So I don't know. What do you guys think chat? What do you think about devs telling you? Okay. That you should buy their game at full price. Okay. Last time I checked, customers are the people paying the bills for the people making a product. And if you like that product, you can decide to give them $5. You can decide to buy merch. You can decide to buy whatever. Or you can decide not to partake in anything. I personally don't like a dev telling me. Now, I like Scarlet Nexus. I thought Scarlet Nexus was a, was a good game. I liked the demo. I thought it was great. But now because the dude said... That I don't kind of want to buy Starlet Nexus. I'll, I'm gonna wait till it comes on Game Pass <laughs> and try it then. You know what I mean? Imagine D2 putting the capacity increase in the vault into the microtransaction. Holy frick crap! The community would outrage. Yeah. Bottom bottom line is the choice when and how I spend my money, not some dev or other person. Right? Exactly. And, and we always talk about this giant, right? I'm not preaching to people to not spend your money on something. I'm just trying to educate people on, like, don't pre-order a game and wait. Just wait for a review to come out or something to come out so you can see what the game is. Because the marketing team and stuff, what they do to the game to hype you up on exponential levels. Like, you just want to spend money before you know what what the product is and it's a broken broken product. I think they can eat the entire bag of dicks. That's right. <laughs> So, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Um, I'm going to talk about Marvel Future Revolution at the, near the end of the show. We're going we're gonna to continue on with, the, uh, with more stories here. So, that's uh, EA. With, uh, so, I do think Jedi Fallen Order is coming out uh, later, later uh, this year. Or, I'm sorry, later next year. Uh, real quick, Alien Fireteam uh, Elite does not support cross-play. Okay. A game like this, we talked about this last week, Sarge. These four-player co-op games. These these games live or die by crossplay. They do. Because if enough people or if not enough people buy this game on that one platform, no one gets in matchmaking and, and then it becomes a dead game real fast, right? So again, Avengers, Dark Alliance, Anthem, all these games, right? So Alien Fire Team Elite says it's not doing crossplay. Do you think this is smart? Do you think this is uh this is a good move, bad move? Listen, all I know <clears throat> is in the in the past when a new when a new system came out, all eyes were on the next game that comes out is only for that system using the full power of the hardware and to show you what the developers can do. The attitude has changed completely, and it's not because of the coup. It's about upfront money. That's what it's about. Right. They were they were completely fine releasing a new system and saying, "This game is for this system. That's it. We're moving on. We're moving on. This is the reason why you want to buy the new system, 
right? We want to sell the new hardware. So we're making the games that come out this next year are for the new system to make you think in your mind, it's time for me to switch. That Those days are over because now I can sell you the service. I don't care about the hardware. So now it's about how many houses I can get it in. So now developers are made to do multiple systems to get, make sure that the game's in as many households as possible. So we have the biggest pool of right. people to potential, pull from. Potential. Yeah. Potential pool in order to sell a product. It's not about pushing the hardware anymore. It's just not. Right? So for me, I don't like that shit. The whole reason why I bought the system is I want to see the game you came out with. I want to see what the game does. I want to see how you guys develop the game for the new system. The reason why I bought it. Yeah, but the but, the, the crossplay though, if they're not doing crossplay, yeah, but but crossplay could be from from PlayStation, and Xbox, or from New Gen to old gen. It's the same thing. Well, cross, that type of cross cross gen crossplay right? and then PC. Right, yeah. it's the same. It's the same thing, but it, it it puts more stress onto the developers because then they have to account for all of these variables. Right. Where it doesn't work for this one, it works for this one, it works for that one. We're having problems with this one. I got to rebet. You you you're dividing you're you're dividing the ability for people to. Iron out the wrinkles when it had to be done. Not this, well, as long as it's in your house, we'll patch it later. That's the attitude. Right. As long as it's in your house, we'll patch it later. Yeah. I, I think a game like this, like Alien Fireteam, if it doesn't do crossplay, it's gonna be it's gonna be a dead game pretty like and I say you dead want, game. You want population. A, yeah, you want a population with this you want game. Population. Yeah. And and if you if you can't do crossplay, then you better make sure that game is working flawlessly. Okay, no bugs, no glitches, and it's fun as fuck. Okay, if it's a fun game, right? Make a game, sell a game. Okay, if it's not a fun game and you have no crossplay, you're gonna have nobody playing that game. Okay, obviously, you're gonna have people going, Oh, it's a fun game, I'm having a blast, I paid for it. But if there's no crossplay and it's meant to be a four player, perfect example, Dark Alliance. When you play by yourself, it's brutal as hell. But if you play with a group of people, it's fun, it's a fun game. But if you're playing by yourself, it's not balanced for one person, okay? So if Fireteam Elite, Alien Fireteam Elite comes out and it has the same type of issue where they're all balanced to a full squad and then you don't have a full squad, it's going to feel, it, you're going to feel it. And then you're going to be like, I'm, I'm done with this game. And if you paid 60 bucks for this or $70 now because it's coming out for the new system, right? That's even more of a, like, I paid $70 for this and I can't play with anybody. This is bullshit, Right, so I think it's a bad move if they don't do crossplay. I see where you're coming from, though, because the devs on the devs they have to make it for multiple systems, and they just want to focus on the systems that they have to run. You know what I mean? But I, I still think if it's a co-op game in this day and age, it has to be crossplay to have those lobbies full enough so people keep playing your game. No lobbies, no fun. But it's it's in direct it's in direct proportion to whether or not the game has true MTX or not. MTX only works if you have to be in the game for long periods of time. It's a grind fest. You're with your buddies. You want to get the skins. You want to get the... That's why you're there. If the game isn't stable or fun or it doesn't run properly because it's running on multiple systems, mm. a.k.a. any game that's running on multiple, on multiple consoles, then you're not going to get your population base to stay in the game long enough to give you a fucking dollar because they don't give a shit because your game is garbage, right? So they have to make a choice. Do you want the upfront money right now or do you want to make a quality game 
and have the game play for a longer period of time and sell people along the way. Those are the two choices. Right. But they want it both. They want upfront money right now, and they want you to keep playing the game forever. Meanwhile, uh, I, I, I will say this. The swift <laughs> acts of justice is when Lawbreakers came out. I've never seen the community be so definitive in saying, we're not playing that. Yeah, it's like, a, legit. It was literally like, like five days. It was like five days. It, it didn't even make a week. And it wasn't And it wasn't like a It wasn't like a bad game. The character was good. It was a hero shooter. It, it was a decent game. It had the same bells and whistles as every other hero shooter at the time. Right? Definitive. Axe came down, no. Right? Brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. Which means it's possible. It's possible for the community to smell smell a turd and actually react accordingly and be like, we're out. We're yeah. not doing it. All right. So next story I want to talk about. Um, this one's pretty interesting. This is... Um, we talked about a story months ago. It was probably last year. I feel like it was sooner, but I talked about Epic Games getting into like the movie industry and how they were doing for the Mandalorian um, with the technology they were doing with the Mandalorian with the Unreal Engine Five and stuff like that. And they and they bought last year sometime they bought uh, a facial recognition and they bought uh, animation body recognition. So they all these animation things that we're doing. Here we are now. Red Dead Redemption Two. Avengers Endgame facial animation studio required by Take Two. Okay, so the studio that did the facial recognition for Red Dead Redemption Two, and also Avengers Endgame facial animations. Okay, for for Endgame, is required by Take Two, and I think this is like another move here. Like I feel like all these organizations in the video game industry. Remember, I talked about this like a year ago, like they're blurring the lines between like movie studios and video game studios. The technology now is so advanced. Um, like, look at Avatar that's coming out, like even Avatar, the movie itself. Right. And now Avatar, the game that's coming out later you know, next year or whatever. Um, Avatar is a bigger stall than Black Window. Yeah. But what I'm talking about is the technology of it. Right. No, I get it. Um well, the reason it got stalled real quick on a sidebar is because Disney bought Fox and Fox was making uh, Avatar. And when they sold it for $74 billion or whatever, it had to go back over to Disney. So it got paused for a bit. And then Cameron was making them back to back to back. So they're coming out in 2023, 2025 and 2027 or some shit like that. Uh, that that's the whole the whole stall thing that happened there. Um, going back to this animation stuff. Okay. I feel like Take Two. Not only are they also getting into because Gearbox is making Borderlands Three, which is also underneath the, the uh, under the umbrella of Take Two. They, I believe that Epic and Take Two and EA and all of these studios, right? You look at some of these cinematic trailers, like look at Bethesda when they make or Zenimax when they make these trailers for um, Elder Scrolls. Those things are freaking amazing, man. Remember back in the day, Blizzard with World of Warcraft and the trailers they would make for that for that. Like you were just blown away by this, the Warhammer, the Warhammer trailers, all of these things. Every time we see these, some of these cutscenes, we're like, "Man, that'd be an awesome movie. I would love to see that as, as a movie." Okay, and I feel more and more as technology and and the film industry uses more video game industry, and the video game industry starts to make technology. They're gonna they're gonna cross paths, and you're not gonna have an MGM Studios. You're not going to have a, a Disney Studios. You're going to have Epic. Epic. You're going to have Take Two. You're going to have EA. You're going to have Microsoft, who are now making 
their own film companies, their own their own software, and make their their basically Pixar, okay, of of their own industry. So them picking up this is a very very cool, okay. Not only for the technology they can put into their video games, like for the basketball games and for for Red Dead Three or or Grand Theft Auto or whatever. It's it's pretty interesting where they're going with this technology. And I'm excited just as a person that worked in the industry for so long to see this, where this technology comes, because I feel that take two could make like if borderlands takes off, obviously I know that they're not making it, but if, if borderlands takes off and since they earn cahoots with gearbox, that they can make the next movie for borderlands, the next sequel or, or whatnot. Well, if you don't, if you don't treat it like trash, and you're just trying to pander to the people who like video games, and you actually make a good story by using the characters from the video game, you, it would do well. It would do well. Yeah. Right? Like, I just saw Fast 9. It was complete and total trash. Was like, it? A trash, a trash fire bigger than any bonfire you could ever imagine. Okay? Was it entertaining? Sure. Absolutely entertaining. But trash fire. Right. So you can, make a good, you can make a good video game movie. You just can't treat it like you're trying to bully it down people's throats, right? Remember Final Fantasy? Sucked. The original Final Fantasy game sucked. Right. That Warhammer one, right, it didn't do well, but it did set a precedent. If you saw how that movie was made, we're encroaching onto what you're talking about, which is we're going to get a good story, and they're going to use this kind of animation, and people are actually going to care about it because they have established something, Right. The reason why it didn't do well is because how many fucking people do you think know understand what the fuck Warhammer is? Right. Right? What was your audience going to be? Like, at the very least, you should have target marketed your 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 movie. You don't just release the, the Warhammer movie. Or, the, I'm sorry, Warcraft. Warcraft. Sorry, guys. Warcraft. Warcraft movie. Right? But it was still... It still set the precedent of what they can do. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, to me, a Warcraft and Warhammer at that time, they're the same to me, but yeah. not anymore. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. They look the same. Yeah. Give me one second. Uh... No, it, it, right. It wasn't bad, but it didn't do really well or didn't do as well as they wanted it to. Yeah, they, 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 they're, I said cahoots though, Krebsy. I didn't, I didn't say they own Gearbox. What I said was they're in cahoots. What I'm saying is, is if Gearbox has a good, uh good sales and take two's making the technology to make films and whatnot okay they could i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna be very long uh, maybe maybe another two years before like these these gaming companies come out with some kind of movie well i mean I, there already are um what's his name just won uh they won an academy award what what company just won that uh, video game company. I forget what company won. They won the Academy Award for for animation or for for a short so, story. So did you did you watch those those uh, trailers of the ESO? Not yet. Advertisements for the not yet. Like that's that's a movie. I mean, I don't know. I know what the, I, I don't know what the I've for. seen them, just not all together, back to back. Like yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's that's a movie. That's what I'm saying. Any, any anytime anytime they're ready. And here's and here's the best part, right? I watch those. Nobody's talking. Nobody's talking. They grunt, growl, whatever else. They're 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 screaming. There's no there's no dialogue. However, you understand the entire story. Yeah. You understand everything that's being done, what the emotion is at the moment. There's no words. There's no words in any of those trailers. Yeah. It 
again, I'm just excited to see where they go with it because some of some of the animations, especially the way Tim Sweeney talks about the assets of stuff, like he says that all the people that are using the engine will have a pool of assets, and those assets go into a a library, and that library, if someone wants to make something, it'll it'll be there for them to use, and they can just implement and put it in and that will make the game time go down and then if you look at like the mandalorian and you look at loki and stuff and, and th the way they're making visual effects now initial 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 cost for what they're trying to do is very high but in the long run it's going to be cheaper to make movies the way that they're doing it right you know what i mean like they they um the way they're they're making production values i just i just i just saw that disney plus even though WandaVision came out on Disney Plus, okay, like three months ago, four months ago, whatever it was, they already went back and re-edited the end sequences in the last episode of where Wanda was in the cabin and it was like this flying shot. They went back and completely digitalized, like they added new trees and new forests and stuff like that, completely different than when we first saw it when it, when it aired just a couple months ago. And I'm like, that's crazy. That's crazy, and there's speculations of why they did it um, and what they're setting up. But it's it's crazy to me the technology that they're doing now, not only for video games, but video games, the CGI in, in movies is basically a video game. And what Mandalorian's doing with the background, with the epic engine, with the, with, uh, the Unreal Engine 5 is just amazing. So I'm excited to see they bought a facial recognition, what they do with it, not only for the video games in the future, because you look at NBA, even though NBA 2K is the... It, they, they're, they're idiots for putting advertisements and gambling and everything else. You look at the, the characters inside that game and you're like, holy shit, I'm like watching a real NBA basketball game. It's like crazy how realistic it looks, right? Now they, now they bought the company that buy that does that, so that game's even going to get more realistic with the facial recognition and the, and the body animations and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Um, <clears throat> next story I want to talk about is... Uh, Kojima. Kojima and Xbox reportedly closing in on potential deal. Okay. Now, I don't know if I'm the I'm I'm a person that's like just far out here. Okay. I understand that Kojima, what he's done to the industry, what he's done, but I, I kind of think he's kind of overrated with the, some of the stuff that like everyone, no matter what he makes or what he does, everyone's just like, oh. Like he's like John Williams, like composing wise. Like John Williams is a great composer. Everything he does is literally great music. Kojima, every video game he's made is not just absolute genius. They're they're like far out shit, weird shit. And I'm not saying that that makes it bad, but uh, he might be closing a deal with Xbox. I might make his next game instead of doing PlayStation for like Death Stranding. Now he'll make a different game coming out for Xbox. Are you a fan of Kojima? Are you a fan of him? And are are I, don't I mean, know, are you excited I, I, for him I, to have a if if it is exclusive deal with Xbox to come into the Xbox? I I'm not I'm not excited about Kojima in any way, at all. But I respect what he is because you need to have a fringe type of person to push the art into games that gives people other ideas. His purpose is. He has a purpose. Am I excited about anything that he makes? Because I think it's gonna, he's like the Midas touch guy. No. But you need people like him because he's the guy that pushes boundaries. So I'm fine with him. I just don't get excited by him. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not excited about it. I mean, great. I mean, 
if uh, Jeff Keeley, Jeff Keeley would uh, would fall all over him because uh, he he's in love with him. No matter what he does, let me let me show, uh, let me tell you what other games he's he's made. He's made Metal Gear. He's made Snatcher, uh, Police Police Knots, uh, uh, Zone of the Enders, and Death Stranding. A lot of his games are just kind of you know they're like cult classics or, or, yeah, or but whatnot. He's, he's not trying to follow any no. market trend. He just makes, makes what, what he, he wants, wants. Hey. right? And then he's got a lot of hype. He's got a lot of hype train behind him and a, and a following, so it promotes what he does, right? However, I bet you can find one or two things in each each of his games that somebody found something really interesting, and they from that point on have been using it in their games. Yeah, like some uh, like a resource, uh, a way of a way of animation, something something about what he does gives ideas to other developers right again he's he's the um yeah, he's just he's like the uh tarantino of uh of video games he's got a, a nice little following going on but Tarantino's actually not overrated he's actually a really good director but i just watched an interview with him on on joe rogan that's why i brought him up um good good interview by the way if you if you guys like tarantino um yeah so i'm not i'm not really excited about kojima coming to if he signs a deal cool I, I, even if it's a first party title, I probably won't play his game. His games are like way over my head, and I'm not interested in the, in the stuff that he, most of the time he makes. He's um, got good clout. He's got good clout. He makes he makes interesting. He makes interest. He makes interesting video art. Yes. You know, he's like um, Guillermo uh, del Toro of of um, of film of of video games. Like he makes some crazy ass shit in movies and stuff like that, right? Like he makes what he wants, right? So, all right, next story: Microsoft engineer. Microsoft engineers stole ten million by selling Xbox gift cards for bitcoins. Okay, um, so this guy's name—I I don't even know how you pronounce this dude's name. It's Volodymara. Is his first name and his last name is Kavashko? Kavashko was sentenced to nine years in prison and will be charged uh, uh, $8.3 million. An oversight in the accounts used to test Microsoft payment system let, uh, let one engineer swindle his way in over $10 million after selling Xbox gift cards for Bitcoin over two years. The new report from Bloomberg revealed this week. In order to make sure his payment system worked, Microsoft employees engineered to simulate purchases on his store. Okay, but soon after joining the company in 2017, uh, Kavashko uh, discovered that there was a flaw in the accounts used to test the purchase. Uh, see, this, he simulated accounts are usually flagged as such by the system and won't send uh, you physical goods if you try to buy and say new gamepad from the site. But if you tested a purchase a gift card, you will still receive a completely valid 25 uh, digit code. So Kavashko couldn't easily report this to his bosses, but with the un unlimited free codes at his fingertips, he chooses a different option instead. So at first, he generated himself a handful of codes, a cheeky 5 or $10 here or there, but then there was an opportunity to make a massive, life-changing sums of money off the exploit. He began cycling through the Mock's profile belonging to his colleagues to hide his tracks, automating the process with uh, bespoke pieces of software, uh, would later describe it as creating one purpose and one purpose only to automate embezzlement and allow fraud. 
After acquiring these codes, he would head to a crypto marketplace like Paxful and to find prospects to sell them on, right? And then he sell them in bulk at a relatively discount in which buyers would then go on sale, uh, sell to other folks who wanted to use the codes. Money laundering sites like Cheap Mixer would let him uh, hide his trails and proceed went towards a increasingly lavishing lifestyle. This guy went completely down the road of that movie like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was in, uh, uh, Catch Me If You Can. He was living the well, life of Catch Me If You Can right here. All right, well, let, let's... Let's wait a minute. Let's. I'm gonna make sure we get it correct here. Like he wasn't actually stealing money. He would generate codes to invent a gift card that he then sold for cash. So basically, he was printing money. Is basically what he was doing. Now my question is, how long was he doing it for before he got caught? Two because, years. I mean, two years. I mean, if you were, if you were selling, well, here, well, here's my point, right? If I'm selling gift cards. At some point, the sales have to be recorded on some actual piece of hardware because the card has to be made. The number has to be generated. It's in your account. It's in your drive. It's in your hard drive somewhere. Right. So how does Microsoft not know that those sales were not accounted for ever? I'm curious. Well, because if I if I sell something, if I listen, if I invented the if I invent the key card and I sell it, the code is imprinted with the Microsoft UPC, he wasn't which actually, means... Yeah, but the, he, he wasn't actually getting physical cards. He was just getting digital codes and then, I got it. And then selling those I got codes. It. It, doesn't, yeah. doesn't have to, right, it doesn't matter. It's still the number... The 25-digit the thing is the card. That's the card, right? So at some point, when you're generating these cards, the inventory of the of you printing out the number has to show up someplace. How does he, how does he get away with it for two years? I don't know. He did. He was living the life of Catch Me If You Can. Right, so now he's now he's serving nine years, nine years, and paying back eight point three million dollars. What well, happened? If he bought big, if he bought Bitcoin, eight point three million is probably nothing. He's probably taking a uh, a nine year vacation <laughs> in jail, in white collar prison because he didn't commit any kind of murder. And when he gets out, he's going to retire in Tahiti. Yeah, I, one, I don't know, I don't know how the hell, I, I don't have a criminal mindset. I guess I just, I just don't, I just don't get it. Like. If you take something and get away with it, they get they get greedy and they go back for more and more and more and more and more. Um, yeah, that's interesting though, because. But now here's my question: Did the cards that he actually sell did they work? Yeah. When I put that 25 digit yeah. code and I buy something from Microsoft Store, it actually worked. Yeah, it actually worked. Yeah. Okay, so then here's my next question: If the if it actually worked and it was recorded sale, Microsoft thinks they got that money anyway. Right, because the well, right. right. If I if I generate well, if it, I generated the number if I generated the number and then I sold it, right? It counts as a sale. I don't know how he, how he sells it well, off market. He says, and then and then somebody comes into Microsoft and uses that card. Microsoft accounts for that money that that card had been sold and is now being redeemed. He he says that it says he tried to uh, he flagged such as by the system, but it would send you a physical good if you tried to buy, say, a new gamepad from its site. But if it tested to purchase the gift cards, you would also receive a completely valid twenty five dollar or uh, twenty five digit code. So he was just taking the code and and going back and then purchasing things and then selling those things on the site. I don't know. I mean, that's crazy. Right, right, exactly. Exactly. Bill Cosby got away with it. 
<laughs> for years it, and it, years. It just, yeah. it just, it just seems, it seems strange that once a twenty-five digit number is generated, that it's not somehow accounted for for where that money went. I, if I was him, I'd be like, look. If anything, you guys should be sentenced to me for a lot less years because I, I just found a loophole in your system, and now now you know it's there. So pay me $8.3 million to be a consultant, and then we'll call it even. We'll just call it wash our hands off, right? No no harm done. You didn't lose any money. You, you made all your money back, and, I, and I, found a, I found a brief hole in your system so no one else could steal from you, right? Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think based on from the information I've heard, he's fine. Yeah. Right. He's 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 got to pay back. He's got to pay back that money. But whatever money he made in Bitcoin, especially if it was over the last two years, he's he's fine. Well, that's another thing. If, if he's got all his money in Bitcoin, they can't touch it. You have to have the code to get. Right. That's what I'm. That's right. what I mean. Right. So he'll so sell his fine. Bitcoin, get the money, make the eight point three so million dollars. I'm going to be right. I'm going to be in jail for nine years. But when I get out, I have one hundred million dollars. All right. Right. Unless Bitcoin just bankrupts him while he's in prison. But uh, other than that, he's, I think he's fine. I think he's fine. Um, next story. Uh, B, yeah, we, we said coup. We've, we've said coup. Uh, exclusive new platform launches to bring TV ads to console. Oh, we already read that one. We already read that one. That's another duplicate story. So that's EA. That's EA with the... Uh... All right. Uh, this one's interesting. Sarge was telling me a little bit about this. So crypto cryptocurrency miners in China are selling high-end GPUs for cheap. All right. So basically what happened is uh, Bitcoin is not accepted anymore over in... in no, China banned it. Yeah, China banned it. So you can't... Banned it. So all the Bitcoin miners over there, not young people, and they could be young, but miners that were getting the Bitcoins, that were farming Bitcoin, uh, are selling off their GPUs. Like for like dirt cheap because they have so many different, you know, they had racks and racks of them. So they're going for hundreds of dollars instead of thousands of dollars. So if you can uh, look on the Internet, this is more like a announcement. If you're looking for a graphics card, you might be able to find some on some sort of markets out there. Uh, I don't know where. Okay, maybe you guys would know, but well, if they're if they're miners, they probably have maybe like hundreds of cards. That's what I'm saying. And so, in, in order to offload them, they sell them for cheap because they can't use them anymore because Bitcoin is not taken right. anymore. Right. So yeah, but you, you don't know what you're getting. You're buying not. Never mind. You're getting it from China, but you're getting it from a third party in China. <laughs> right. And, and 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 you know that card has been running. 24 7 for the last seven years that's right, right? so yeah. you know so yeah maybe that card is a great price but i know for a fact if my graphics car was running full bore for 24 24 7 for seven years then uh it, it might have some problems when yeah. you get it yeah yeah i mean it might listen might be a deal might not be. Hey, I'm just putting it out there. I'm letting people know because everyone's looking for graphics cards and stuff like that. So, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and um, in other news in, in China, okay, we have giant empty malls everywhere, right? We have giant empty malls everywhere. Well, one company has thought this through and said eSport themed shopping mall launches the ESP Esports Experience Center, China's first esports themed shopping complex, has opened in uh, Putu, Putu District, Shanghai. 
opening in Shanghai. Okay, the ESP Sports Experience Center is home to a professional esports arena and well at virtual reality VR gaming, according to, uh, to Shine. Uh, the new center covers 36,000 square feet, okay, which is, that's, that's gigantic, and will be a main host for the Honor of Kings competition, an online battle arena developed by Tim, uh, Timmy Studios and published by Tencent Games. The East China Regional Competition of King, of, of King Pro Leagues also expected to be held at the venue, which also hosts more than 350 games a year. That's a lot of freaking games. Uh, esports Venue Summit. Okay, it's also home to more than 20 esports companies, including IMBA Esports Center at Global Harbor Mall. Tencent, the world's largest video game company by revenue, is also looking to expand and persist uh, persistence in China. Uh, with a billion dollar esports arena. A billion dollar esports arena. If you're spending a billion dollars, a billion with a B, making a giant building, you know you're making your money back. A billion. Like, they make million, hundred million dollar stadiums here. They're building a billion dollar stadium for esports. Think about the, well, the, the money well, they're getting back on that investment. Well, let's, 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 let's go through with this. Nobody wants to hang out at the mall anymore, right? Malls are garbage. But if I put a, a, a gaming center in the middle of the in the middle of the mall, right? Where kids can watch tournaments live in a mall, I think you just brought back all the malls. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just brought back all the malls. All the major cities get a giant mall, they reconstruct them, they put the stadium in there, maybe they hold a couple thousand people, and the bigger the mall, the more people they can hold. Right, or they turn one of the they turn one of the anchor stores into into the stadium, like a Sears or a JC Penney building that no one's using anymore. They they gouge out the floor in the middle and they just put fucking seats up there. They make like Thunderdome, except it's for kids and it's for online gaming. I think that's a win. I think you just I think you just resurrected the mall. Yeah, it'd be interesting if the mall turns into a an arcade basically, but you're playing. It'd be interesting. Uh, in other news, all right, this is a weird story. Do you know what OnlyFans is, Sarge? Do you know what OnlyFans I, is? I do. Okay. I do. So OnlyFans is trying to get away from so much porn. Okay. I, that's what OnlyFans was. That's what everyone thinks it uh, is. I, I'm, I'm, I'm paying to see pictures that I can't see normally on YouTube. Right. So but what would that be? So what would that be? The, what what am I what am I paying the extra money for? Why yeah. is this a, why is this a discussion? So what they're trying, we're trying to get away we're trying to get away from the one thing that makes us that money. we're actually paying that yeah. we're actually paying to be on the site for. Yeah. So some folks have figured out that use the site for maximum profit. It looks like OnlyFans is trying to switch things up right now. The platform is in full reality stars, social media influencers, and former child stars have all been using the site to make sometimes more than they have in any other point in their careers. There's literally child stars and porn stars making more money. Okay. More money on this platform than they've ever made their entire life before. Of course, most of OnlyFans celebrities are making it big bucks, but putting on some serious NSFW content and their fans are more than willing to pay for it. This may change though, because it site seems to be trying to get away from displaying a lot of porn content. And now we know why. While OnlyFans is extremely profitable, taking only 20% fee of over $2 billion, it, uh, its users uh, sold last, uh, last year. The site 
uh, wants to move away from the type of content the users off the product uh, to make those sales, according to Bloomberg. OnlyFans is in talks to raising the new funding to the investors and will help the site become more mainstream platform. While this may help other uh open the site up for more even more celebrities and people wishing to have closer connections with their fans it could also displace over a million creators using the platform now only fans is overwhelming no uh, known for its porn content and now it can sometimes make it difficult to get the support from certain investors so see they weren't making enough money by taking 20 percent from all the people that they're on their platform so they need to get advertisers in and they can't get advertisers in because nobody wants to advertise on the porn sites. Okay. Except, Why? except, there's, a lot of, there's, except there's, for, there's a lot of advertisers for porn. Exa exactly. Except for the porn type esque advertisements, right? So they're trying to become Twitch uh, and YouTube? I'm confused. Uh, I'm confused. OnlyFans is supposed to be I'm paying you for extra things that I would not get normally from watching your stream. Right. What am I, what, what could you be doing that I'm paying for that's outside the normal stream? Are you going to call me? We're going to have tea. We're going to have live video tea over, over the internet. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't understand what they're trying to say. By the way, $2 billion, they 20%, you said? They, that, that, so they're, yeah. Only fans so are making 20%. They're making, they're making, they're making $200 million a year? Yes. And, and they're not making enough money? No. No? No. No. I'm confused. Uh, what's it called? Did I'm the same confused. thing. Um, not parlor. Um, uh, Patreon. Patreon did the same thing. They Patreon. No wait. No wait. That's four hundred million. Yeah, my math is pa wrong. Patreon had, Patreon had to change their way as well because uh, the twenty percent they were cutting with all the stuff they were doing, they were losing. They were losing stuff, so they had to change up what they were doing. Right? What do you mean, it what wasn't. Do you mean they're losing. They're losing money based on they're putting more into the the system than they're getting out of it. I'm sorry. What what are you putting in? I don't what, know what they're doing. In? I don't know. I'm not the business person for them. But that's that's what yeah. happened. That's what happened with Patreon. Patreon had to change their their thing, but they weren't doing OnlyFans, right? But they they had something similar to where you 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 pay Patreon, and you could get behind the scene type of stuff. OnlyFans is doing it for the porn industry, which I don't. This it's not porn though. It's porn. It's not porn. It's porn. It's not porn. It's porn. There's it's porn, porn on there. There's porn on there. Tastely, tastely dressed women is not porn. Porn is porn. I'm not saying that tastely safe uh, uh, women are porn. What I'm saying is there's porn on the platform is what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure there is. And that's what it's known for. Right? That's what it's known for. It's known for well, scandalously clad. For me to, I'm, I'm paying extra to get photos oh, yeah. that I would not be exactly. able to get no, I understand exactly what you're getting. So, yeah, but they don't. They don't. They want to be more it's like Twitch. Like, it's not like I'm paying $25 a month and I'm getting stock tips from uh, Teresa, the high school girl, you know, like I, I, the high school nurse. Like, I don't I, I don't think that's the way how it breaks down. Um, here's a $200 tip. Uh, can you uh, can you tell me what I should sell or buy the, the, st yeah. the stock market, please? <laughs> the, the, the stupidity of man never ceases to amaze me when they when corporations got into the business to make money they're making a shit ton of money then they say we're not making a shit ton of money we're actually losing money even though we're making 400 million dollars a year what kind of server system do you have in place that is costing you more than 400 million dollars a year 
You have to be out of your fucking mind to right. tell me that you're you're spending more money in servers or what what lines are you are you burying new lines? Is is OnlyFans digging new trenches into the ground <laughs> and putting a new cable line? No, bro. It's fucking servers. That's all it is. Is servers. Yeah, please, it's, it's, it's funny. Please just stop, stop the bullshit. I, I, stop I, I'll the be bullshit. honest. I don't know what OnlyFans like. I've never been on OnlyFans. Is do they have a VOD system like Twitch or YouTube? Like you can go back and and watch. Are they like storing all the people's videos on that site? I don't know. I'm asking. It, it, just, just ponder that, guys, for just one minute. Are they just farting into microphones and or, licking your we're, ears? We're collecting. <laughs> we're collecting four hundred million dollars a year. And let, let's be honest: how many guys are running OnlyFans? Like, how many people do you think are running it? Well, right? I don't know. Four hundred. Four hundred million dollars, and they just can't break even. We can't do it. Man, it's fucking hard, man. We are we are basically we are selling porn. Think about it, think about it this way, guys. We are we're selling porn and we just can't we just can't cut it. We can't we're not, we cannot we're not making money selling right, porn. We're not, we're not making enough money selling porn. Right. The entire porn industry is completely fine. It's like a <laughs> 6 billion dollar a year, 6 billion some crazy number for porn. By, by the way, no one looks at porn. 6 billion dollars a year and only fans who deals with partial porn, can't cut it. Yeah, so OnlyFans is making $300 million uh, pre-tax, pre-tax, uh, nearly $74 million between November 2019 and 2020, according to the new report. Uh, uh, this was April of 2021. So only OnlyFans reports not $390 million yearly revenue. Not enough money. Not enough money. You know what? Maybe I'll make an OnlyFans, and I'll be the only one that runs it. And that'll be my salary. I will take 20% and you can do whatever you want on my site. <laughs> Anything you want. If I get paid $390 million by myself, I'll, 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 I'll take that. I'll take that. Hell, I do this now and, and get nothing near that, that amount of money. $390 million. Well, I don't want to do porn anymore. We're, so, we're not cutting it. Yeah, we're just, we're can't, just, not cutting we just it. can't do it. I, I can't imagine what the overhead is for OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. The overhead must be sick. Your message didn't go through. Uh, where's your message? I'm only subscribed to my mom on OnlyFans. Is that what you're? Is that what you're saying? Is that the? Is that the only you're on? All right. Xbox says Microsoft. I should say says Xbox says Halo Infinite will not make or break the franchise. That's all I'm going to read to you, Sarge. I'm not even going to read the article. Okay. Halo says Halo Infinite will not make or break the franchise. What do you think of this? Well, that says that sends uh, mixed signals. If you say out loud to your own first party title that this game will not make or break us, that means you don't give a shit about it. That means that the game just exists on, ga it's on just Game Pass. Be there. Yeah, on game it's pass. just going to be there to kind of make you money. It's going to it's going to be a staple of kind of making you money. Right, because if you say it's not going to make you, that means you don't think it's going to be the greatest, greatest fucking game ever. And you think if you say it's not going to break you, that says that no matter how shitty it is, it won't hurt us. Right. So what? You don't give a shit. You don't give a shit about your game. Right. What does that say? I don't know. What does yeah, that say? That, that they. What, what, <laughs> how do I have to? How am I supposed to interpret that? You don't give a shit about your game. That's what that means. Yeah, because when they say it's not going to make or break us, I mean obviously. There'll be people that buy it, but if they don't buy it, they're okay, because they they're just they're just existing. They're just on Game Pass. 
That that's the stupidest statement. You need to you need to bookmark that. That's the stupidest <laughs> statement I've ever heard come from a game company, or from a heart from a from a software company. Right. So it said. Well, here it says this is the quote from Spencer. Halo will be here ten years from now, regardless of Halo Infinite is received. Right. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Yeah. It it, well, it it doesn't is matter. Anybody if it's else, is anybody else really excited for Halo Infinite now? Is anybody else like excited? Man, that makes me want to woo. Makes me want to get a bigger hard drive. I mean, why would why would you say a statement like that though? Smash smash a sidebar. That girl's a genius, right? That girl's a genius. That that girl's a genius. And everybody between the ages of 13 and 22 have massive frontal lobe damage. If you're buying bathwater from an OnlyFans girl, right? She's a genius. You're a Neanderthal. Okay? That's all there is to say. That girl, listen, if that girl gets to put the money in the bank and never has to work again because she sold her bathwater, right? Kudos her, to her. Her bathwater. She's, Kudos she's, she's to just, her. She's just filling up little just things and goes, I touched it. I touched it. There you go. It's my my yeah. my DNA's in there. Kudos to her. She's a genius. You're a monkey. That's that's all there is. That's all there is for that. Yeah, Elite, that that a statement like that. Again, I'm reading a quote and the heading of the thing, right? The article does go is in. It, is it is it a different context? Did he ask him a question? No, no. The Nothing. the the actual here, I'll, I'll, read, I'll read more of it, okay? I don't know. This is quote. I don't know if this is what you want me to say or not. Like, when I think about the community, but when I'm just being honest, I don't think about it in, the, in that way. Like, the future of the franchise, he responded. Halo will be here for 10 years from now. Is Infinite the, the linchpin or whatever it survives that long? Absolutely not. Okay, the game has such a rabid fan base and such a history and the lore that it's just an IP that's going to be with us. We don't take that for granted, but I definitely believe in my core that that's true. So there you go. That's the that's the full quote. Okay. If that if that tells you, it doesn't matter if they if they're if it's subpar or fantastic, right? It's it's just gonna it's just gonna be there. It's gonna be there regardless. Ten years from now, right? It's it's hey, gonna be Mickey Mouse. It's gonna be, it's gonna be Mickey Mouse, right? The, I mean, Spartan, Spartan is just—he's Mickey Mouse. He's just there. He's gonna. I, be I was there. gonna go with more of Vin Diesel. It's like Fast and Furious, right? It doesn't matter. Fast and Furious franchise is gonna be here regardless if you like it or not, right? They made nine. They're gonna make another nine. You know what I mean? No, no, no they're gonna—they're they're definitely coming out with ten. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That one was that one was a, that one was. I fucking, didn't. I didn't see it, but it's a shit show. Just a shit show. Shit show and good or shit show bad? Horrible. Horrible. Okay. Horrible. Okay. Horrible. <clears throat> That's funny. So I don't know. What do you guys think, chat? Do you think uh, does that change? That's the your... dumbest. That's a, that is the dumbest thing you can say right before a game is about to get released. That's the dumbest shit you could ever say. <laughs> That's I, I. I'm not sure which is worst. That one, or if you don't like our game, don't buy it. Like I don't know which is worse. Uh, I think the, I, I think the one the one that telling people straight up don't buy it is worse, because at least he's know. at least he's telling you, look, if you buy it or not, it's still going to be yeah, here. But he, <laughs> yeah, but he he admitted it. He admitted to the fact that he doesn't give a shit if you buy it or not. Right. This one is like saying, 
it's basically you're standing up on a soapbox going, we made your Halo game. We don't care. Right. <laughs> like, we, I buy it or not, whatever I you care. want. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. You, but whatever. Like, no, mm, no, no. All right. Next, next story. Speaking of, uh, of, of broken games or not. CD Projekt Red believes that Cyberpunk 2077 is now in a satisfactory state. Despite the controversy regarding the release of Cyberpunk 2077, CD Projekt Red feels quite happy about the game's stability after the last patch. Despite the fact that CD Projekt Red's uh, hotly anticipated RPG became synonymous with the shaky release and disappointment of Cyberpunk 2077, speaking to, N, uh, to TVN24 recently, the CD Projekt Red joint CEO... Adam uh, Kaczynski uh, has said that he is he is pleased with the current state of Cyberpunk 2077 is in. And despite the issue the game has been having since day one, speaking to the Polish business website, he said that while he was satisfied that things are moving in the right direction and the open world IP is now in is more stable position, the studio is still working tirelessly on the patch and the game makes uh, sure stability and overall performance are priority. Now... I can see the, the headline taking a little bit out of context there. He's saying where it is right now, six months in, they're they're happy where it is, but he's not saying that's the end-all, be-all, like we're happy where it is, eh, you should go buy the game, right? He's saying at this point, we're, we're satisfied where we are while fixing the game. It's in, a, it's in a pretty good, stable position. Now, again, I've never played the game. I've only watched what I saw. It was broke six months ago. It was broke three months ago. It was broke two months ago. It was broke one month ago. I don't know if it's still broke after this last patch. I know a lot of people in my chat said they went back in and started playing again, and they're, and they're enjoying themselves. Um, this is, again, why I say don't buy a game day one and wait, because instead of spending 60 bucks and then waiting for your money to to work for you you could have invested that 60 dollars somewhere else right and then you could have made money and then you could have bought this game probably half price i would assume uh because it was broke um it went back on the market last week what do you think sarge about him saying that they're they're satisfied with what where, where it is well first of all developers are on a different planet than the rest of our normie people i mean we don't know what they have to go through we don't know what the ins and outs are of their daily job right so if if they're in the middle of a shit show or what they perceive is a shit show for them, not for us, but for them, if they are outside the box that everything seems to be working okay, that was a shit show for them, then of course they're going to say they feel satisfied about the progress. But somebody who's playing a game and just looks at it from a normie perspective, which is, does this game work? And does it crash my system? And is it worth playing? If you're saying no, two out of three of those things then we still don't give a shit because you think you made progress right you still owe me a game like that that's like the right. the right. radical end of the spectrum i'm happy i'm happy you feel satisfied i'm happy that you 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 have fixed the game like it should have been fixed to a point where you're happy with it but in, at the end of the day if you can't sell a product because we think your game is shitty then it's two different conversations so I'm happy that you are satisfied with your progress. Yeah. yeah. I just feel it's... I, I one, get it. One, we're, not, I, we're not on the same We're not on the same level. If, I get it. If, we if, are not if, on the I same was, level. if I was a developer and someone came and interviewed me and said, uh, what about your game? I just say, at this time, I, I, I don't want to comment on our game until, until I'm satisfied with it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way I would put it. I wouldn't say I'm satisfied with it where we are right now. I don't know. That's just me, though. Um, did you hear about this, Sarge? Uh, Disney... Uh, is renaming Boba Fett's Slave One ship. Uh, Boba Fett's yeah. ship now is called the Starship. 
just a star, it's just starship but we've had no, starship it's gonna, be, it's, it's gonna be called slave one yeah that's well, the name the, of the ship the ship is called slave yeah, one that's exactly slave one slave one, <laughs> slave one. I, and i'll tell you why i'll tell you why i'll keep saying it because you guys think it's a joke you guys think that we just make this stuff up and that this kind of thing is not really a big deal but language matters and the fact that you're trying to censor certain words for whatever reason that they think up in their head that they need to censor the word yeah. is an infringement on freedom of speech. There's nothing wrong with the word itself. It represents the ship and for what it did, okay? It's got nothing to do with 1800 slavery back in the day when we're talking about slavery. It's got nothing to do with that. Right. And by the way, by the way, just in case everyone thinks that we're living in such a woo crazy time, slavery still exists. Like right yeah, now, yeah. right and, now, and certain... slavery still exists on the planet Earth. Yeah. So trying to censor a word that is actually happening means that you want me to disregard the fact that that is actually happening right now. So we're going to try to remove the word so we don't think about the fact that that shit is still going on. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit on multiple levels. Well, that and there's, so, there's also that being said, slave one is the name of the ship. <laughs> no matter what you say. Also, uh, Slave machines, right? There's a, there's a, there's, there's machines. So they're, done with this they're, shit, they're, they're bro. They're called slaves. So done, right? Like it's to me, it's just asinine uh, that that they censor words like Sarge just said. Context, context of language, fucking matters. Yeah, they, they okay. The, the, the main actor said are not, the words are not evil. The word is a word. That's what it is. It's there to describe. An item, a feeling, a person, a thing. That's what the word is there for. It's language, okay? Just because you think the word is incorrectly, it's bad word or whatever you want to say, <clears throat> does not negate the fact that the word right. exists. Yeah. Okay? You're. I'm done with this shit, dude. Done. So I just thought it was funny. Uh, and other other things, uh, other other Upper Echelon did a, a video of this. Uh, he got banned from Twitter. Uh, as from Heel versus Babyface got uh, deleted from Twitter. Uh, I think Neurotic got deleted from Twitter. Bunch of other known, uh, not known people also got banned from Twitter. Some did, some didn't. Some got three days. Some got seven days. Some got completely erased uh, for saying all men must die. And the reason for this was Heel versus Babyface commented on the Hulk, uh, the She-Hulk Winter Soldier comic uh, cover, right? And he just responded with all men must die and then he but got he, but did he use quotes it's from game of thrones right i don't i don't but know did he, I, but I don't, did he use quotes i don't know i don't i don't remember the exact main tweet maybe he did maybe he didn't but, but, he, but he once again he got once deleted again he got deleted somebody that responded to him that said the same thing didn't get deleted someone that said the exact same thing as him I uh, got a seven-day suspension. Someone else got like a 10-day suspension. Someone else got banned completely. But here's the best part, Sarge. If you look on Twitter right now, there's an actual account called All Men Must Die. <laughs> or <laughs> Right? All Men Must Die is an actual account on Twitter, and it's not banned. Okay. But so, now, but now you're now you're now you're specifying that we have selective yes se selective yes bias so against upper echelon people. did a story and he said that he got banned and thought it was like it was funny so someone reached out to him that he didn't know if they worked for Twitter or not and said I'll take care of it and then got his account back on he went to sleep woke up the next morning and his account was banned again okay and he was like well what the hell's going on so apparently. There's somebody up in that 
upper, you know, in that, no pun intended, upper echelon of Twitter, okay, that has it out for certain people and just kind of gets rid of people the way they want, okay? Like, not based on anything, just, there's literally an account on Twitter called All Men Must Die, not touched. Someone quotes a, a tweet from, from Game of Thrones and he gets he gets banned forever. So, look, I don't ever really it's, use it's Twitter. Censorship, I, it's censorship, bro. I don't ever. I don't think it's Jack himself personally, but I think I think there's just some m massive, massive problem with a platform that promotes speech and yet censors speech. Right? This is a whole thing. We were talking about the slave one just a second ago, and now this. I actually, when this happened, when I first saw it, I was on Friday, I was watching the their podcast, whatever, and at that moment, I was like, maybe I should tweet it, see what happens if I get banned. But literally, thousands of people did it, and some people got banned for replying, some people got for liking it, some people got banned, and some people didn't get touched at all, which I don't know if it's an algorithm. I don't know if it's an actual person doing it, but something's fucked up and nefarious with with this stuff um, because it's just it's just messed up. It's messed up. You know, context is everything. Context is everything. And if someone calls me an idiot, a retard, an asshole, I'm not going to sit and go, that guy has to get fucking banned. No. Like, you say what you want. I'll say what I want. And we all go on with our merry little way in, in, in our days, right? I don't cry myself in my wee little pillow. Okay? It's just very strange to me how all of this is all playing out uh, recently. So it's it's just once again, you are chipping away at the actual freedom of speech law slowly and carefully. They keep chipping away at it and everyone kind of ignores it until one day you're going to wake up and someone's going to end up going to jail for something stupid, like straight up that stupid. All the time and, I'm, now. And, I, and I'm waiting and I'm waiting to see who is the first person to say not another step done. We're done. I don't care what you have to say. I get to say what I want to say. Period. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. The last story that I want to talk about is about Marvel Avengers. Uh, so Marvel Avengers updated their roadmap and has a new plan for endgame content. Now, Marvel Avengers fans can now get a look at the update roadmap, which includes some ex exciting changes that are arriving in July. Now, again, remember when I say, like, shut up until you have something? I always say, just shut up. Don't tell us anything. Fuck roadmaps. Roadmaps are... Well, they put a roadmap out back in like April or March, February, March, and showed us the roadmap that was coming out. And as we were getting closer to July, all of a sudden July changed. Okay, July changed. And now there was a patrol mode that was supposed to be in July. And Cloning Labs was supposed to be coming out soon. But then again, Cloning Labs was supposed to come out in September last year. And then before Kate and then after Kate and before the new year and then before Clint and then after Clint and then before and now it's it's coming in after Wakanda right at this point I don't even know if cloning labs is an actual thing anymore um, but there was supposed to be a patrol mode and now they move that patrol mode past Wakanda and put it on and they moved up the Omega level threat uh, reunion thing that's happening this this month which is supposed to be the first uh, the first raid of the actual thing. Now at this point, I don't know if I'm excited or if, if I'm sad because they couldn't get the first 
they couldn't get the first raid done with in the right time and now they worked on a new one and they pushed it back and now they pushed it forward and i'm just hoping it works okay because here we are 10 months into the game sarge and there's no end game there's no end game in this game there's none okay all right so just just so you just so you know uh, uh roadmaps just in general ro like a roadmap roadmaps don't change like if i get a roadmap of fucking florida the roads are still there the cities are still there right you can go where you want to go i can find where i need to be so i don't think we should be calling this a roadmap anymore okay we gotta think about a new term for what you want to call this that they keep showing you guys every couple months to make you feel better about buying a shitty game but it's not called a roadmap it's a full so map. i give it to the, map. I, I give i give it to the chat right we're, we're gonna, you're gonna submit in discord everybody's gonna submit what you believe that the roadmap should be called from now on because a roadmap is not a roadmap if it changes all the fucking time. It's not a roadmap. It's not a roadmap. Right? <laughs> so in Discord, we're gonna read over your we're gonna read over your ideas. <laughs> Next week we're gonna name it. And from that point on, that's what we're gonna call it. So anytime someone puts a roadmap in front of you, it is no longer a roadmap. If if anybody wants to do that, you can uh you can put it inside the uh where the hell is it? We have a don't we have a uh don't we have a GXG? I thought we had a GXG. Oh, man. Oh, uh, Sean Atari Gamer 79 is part of the new uninstall club. Welcome to the club, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, it's, I don't know. Put it in general chat. Don't we have another spot? I thought we did. Just put it in general. Put, put what you're, what you're, what you want to call the roadmaps from now on. Yes, but disappointing. But, but but Brandon, if if they do fable with the Forza engine, there won't be any battle damage on anybody you fight. There won't be any. Everyone will look pristine. Everyone gets punched and kicked, but no one will get damaged because the Forza engine doesn't allow damage of any kind. You guys aren't going to touch any of my submissions for Fable on the Forza engine. I mean, Playground Games is the, the engine looks great, right? But they they've never put actual people in their games. Like if you look in Forza, they have a person. They could do great. I mean, I I don't see any problem with the company that is making a car game, making a different type of game, right? Their graphics look great. They 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 have infrastructure to pull from as long as they stick to it, we, we saw a screenshot way back when that we posted on this podcast, uh, like last year. It was like a leaked photo in, inside one of the videos they showed, and it was a Fable house. It was a Fable house in, an, in, the, in the new engine, okay? Fable's been, been worked on for like two years by these guys, so we'll see what happens. I, I have nothing to talk about about it right now because we haven't really seen anything, so it's all... It's all speculation as of right now on what they do. I always say I wish I could get out of my car in Forza. When you drive, I want to get out of the car and like walk around and explore, but that's not what that game is. It's the, the character is the car. So until they show me something, screenshot, still something, I, 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 can't, I can't really, uh, you know, talk about it. <clears throat> uh, we don't know what we're doing but here's a chart to draw your attention map <laughs> i i, I kind of like it. it's a little long it's a little long viking it's a little long, a little long but I, I like it. it's going in the right right direction 
Avengers is like the line of the DMV. Bad to worse. Yeah. GXG polls. Below uh, submit stories. Okay. That's what it is, right? Sometimes my I, I have the things closed down because I have too many tabs in our in our Discord. Discord's getting out of control with all the things. Yeah, it's it's under podcast. If you put GXG, uh, yeah, submit submit stories. Um, you can you can put it underneath the uh, GXG questions. Uh, you can put it inside there. That'll be the best place to put it. That'll be the best place to put it for for your submissions for that. It's not a roadmap. I don't know what you guys. People are gonna blow smoke up your ass for, it's for years, jump, and years and years and years, but that's a jump it's not, it's not a to conclusions map. That's what it is. Sorry, yeah. it's the jump to conclusions. That's a good map. one. That's yeah. a good one. Put that one in. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a jump to conclusions. But it's definitely it's definitely not a roadmap. Yeah, I, at this point, Marvel Avengers. Uh, I'm excited for it when they show me something. I don't. I, I I did the the event this past week. I did it in two and a half hours, and I was done. And yet you can't repeat. You can't rinse and repeat. So, but that's the uh, that's the last story for the uh, for the week. I do appreciate everyone coming out. Episode two sixty nine in the can. Two seventy. We're 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 moving, pushing along. We're thirty episodes away from three hundred. We got to do something for three hundred, Sarge. I think we got to do something for three hundred. Maybe we'll do it on location or something. Huh? Maybe maybe we'll do that. Or or we'll just watch three hundred. Yeah, we could do that. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll dress up as 300. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Don't, no, we won't do that. Maybe, but no. Uh, we're here live every single week, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming. Do appreciate everyone coming out. If you're here for one second, one minute, or one hour, do appreciate your time coming out to this podcast. Make sure you hit that like button on your way out or hit, hit any button. Uh, leave a comment down below. Some of you that comment, I do read them. I might not reply to them, but I do read all the comments that come in uh, to, to all my videos. So I do appreciate you taking the time to do the comments as well. Uh, don't go anywhere after this podcast. Uh, we are going to be playing some video games. Sarge, do you want to play ESO? If not, I will play the Marvel game. Either way, I'm going to play a, an MMO tonight. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm either going to run I, around I, with I you. I don't, I don't know what you wanted to do. I thought we were going to continue Blackthorn. Yeah, we could do that. Or, we'll, we'll, we could do that. So we'll, we'll play some uh, Elder Scrolls online right after the show. It'll get redirected to you. Uh, I do appreciate you. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey over on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. And as always, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you'd like to go above and beyond that, you become a member for $4.99 a month. And that goes to us so we can make the show better, make the thing better, and so I can eat and we can get Sarge a, maybe a new graphics card one day. Uh, so other than that, do appreciate you very much and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Slave one. <laughs>